Hey everyone, welcome to Situation Potomy, sitcom discussion podcast. We're back for 2017. I'm your host, Leighton, and I'm here with my uh, venerable co-hosts. We've got Damon in D.C. How you doing, Damon? Mmm. Mmm, tasty. <laughs> and uh, we have also got Alex, new homeowner mm-hmm. in, uh, in sunny Ingle- Inglewood? Inglewood, right? Is it Inglewood? It the, is the wood, the wood, the yes. wood. Y'all just got our coach too. <laughs> uh, no, not not y'all. I don't. I don't have a team. The Rams. My team doesn't so, play. so you have two teams, uh, Alex. How does that feel to 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 have a two team to live in a two team city? Yeah, to have like none, I mean, have none the last year, and next year we'll have two. Uh, it feels like we got two dumpster fires dropped. Over. <laughs> Let's not let's not even play it like it's like oh my god this is wonderful both teams suck. Personally, I'm a Raiders fan, so I could give a shit less. My Raiders didn't make well, it to LA. You're gonna, be a fan I don't like of the, you're gonna make you, you know it's only gonna be a three hour drive to go see the Raiders in Las Vegas, right? Three yeah. four hour drive. That's not happening. No, you're not gonna make that drive. No, no, that that move ride. ain't happening. They're not going to drive. They are. They <laughs> they put the paperwork in tomorrow. No. Nah. I'm not buying it. So uh, us uh, Northern Californians will be left with uh, San Francisco, uh, with the Santa Clara 49ers. I don't know why to call them San Francisco because it is hundreds of miles away from San Francisco. I was going to say, it's really far. It's It's nowhere near San Francisco. Yeah, it's it's at least a a three to four hour drive away from San Francisco. Well, I'm sorry, two hour drive away from San Francisco. It's basically... If you would have moved the Chargers, like moving the Chargers to LA and still calling them the San Diego Chargers, like <laughs> it's that distance. It's like no, you it's guys aren't in the San Francisco because LA is like an hour and a half, hour and fifteen. Ah, uh, you know, like hour and fifteen with literally no traffic, traffic but you know, yeah. three hours. Yeah, you know, three hours with traffic. Yeah, I mean, that's so like guys, uh, as much as uh, the LA football scene is a comedy, we're here to discuss. Uh, <laughs> we're just here to discuss other things. Uh, Don Glover, uh, he the Golden Globes were a couple weeks ago, and Don Glover and Atlanta, uh, Don Glover personally and Atlanta the show uh, both won Golden Globes in their respective categories for best uh, best show, uh, best um, best television uh, dra- uh, comedy, and uh, Don Glover won for best lead actor in a in a, in a comedy, uh, and so during his award speech he he, he did make that uh, comment. Uh, in addition. Um, in addition, I'm sorry. In addition, Tracy Ellis Ross wins uh, 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 the Best Actress in a, tel- a television musical series or comedy uh, for her role in Blackish. She was up against very strong competition. I uh, yes, you know, it was. Rachel Bloom, Julie Willie Dreyfus, Sarah Jessica Parker, Issa Rae, and Gina Rodriguez. That's that's uh, that's no that's uh, that's no um, that's no uh, that's not something to sneeze at. I hey, mean, before before we go any further, let's take that apart. All right, let's mm-hmm. let's look at the roles. One, the the other folks that Donald beat out, and then let's look at Tracy Ellis Ross beat out. So Donald Glover beat Anthony Anderson in Blackish, Gael Garcia Bernal in Mozart in the Jungle, Nick Nolte in uh, Graves. I don't even know what that is, and Jeffrey Tambor in Transparent. Uh, yeah, so so that's um, so number one. I'm blown away he beat Jeffrey Tambor. Like, because Jeffrey Tambor is always good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, dude is just, he's just like one of those actors, like, they're just good all the time, right? And mm-hmm. 
especially in Transparent. But I feel like, yeah. and, and maybe this is, you know, just how I've seen it, that kind of the, the newness, the, the new car smell for Transparent is wearing mm-hmm. off. Yeah, okay, okay. So instead of the love they've gotten in the past is, you know, they went with Atlanta, which which I feel like, you know, Donald in Atlanta was absolutely deserving. I don't I don't think it was wrong. Uh I think of these shows, it's the it's the newest, the freshest uh well, I don't know. Does Nick Nolte show Graves in which he plays uh an ex-president who admits to his mistakes? Um yeah, uh is uh that might be newer. Yeah, I, I don't um, even know what that is. Yeah, it's on Epics. It's on Epics, the channel Epics. I don't know if you've uh, heard Epics. of that. Who even gets that? Uh, AT&T subscribers. I used okay. to have it. Okay. Yeah, it's just another HBO station. However, um, I did get to see a preview of Graves, like when they had one of those little preview periods. It was interesting. Okay. That's all I can say. That's all I can episode. It is, uh, well, it's, who, who owns it? Let's see. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, wow. I, it's on Sling TV? That's about it. Who owns Sling? Who, who pays for Sling? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's owned by in one of the cable companies. Okay. Sling, Sling got, I think Sling got bought by AT&T. I'm not sure, though. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, let's skip all that. Donald Glover, you know, the, not only, you know, he's a black uh, actor who won uh, for his role, it's that he's a black actor who won in his first season in, 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 for a show, um, which... For a show that he is, produced, wrote, yeah, directed. Wrote. <laughs> I mean, Louis C.K. didn't even win in his first season, you know? Um, yeah. You know it, yeah. Well, he didn't win as actor. He did not win as actor. Correct. Correct. Um, so... So, you know, usually this, and uh, how about this? Uh, another thing that I'm noticing, no more Modern Family. Is Modern Family finally? Yeah, it's finally uh, shut down. You know, just, 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 these are just some random thoughts I'm thinking kind of yeah. as I go through. You know, the, the, the changing of the guard yeah. uh, of TV here. Because yeah. um, you, know, you know how we uh, talked about in the past, like, Modern Family is just coasting now? Yeah. I don't think any of their performances was any less strong than any other year. I watched the Modern Family this past season. Ty Burrell mm-hmm. was funnier than ever. Like, Phil Dunphy is kind of carrying the show in a lot of situations now. And the fact that he didn't even get a nod, like, it, it says something about people just kind of, you know, acknowledging the excellence of the show but not really caring. Uh, let me uh, take a look at last year's nominations and see if we can notice uh, maybe some trends. Um, you know, uh, you guys, while, while I'm doing popping this up, you guys can maybe talk about Tracy Ellis Ross, Tracy Ellis Ross, and her uh, winning. Um, well, who are yeah. the people in her in her category? Okay, so we got Julia Louis Dreyfus for V. We got Rachel Rachel Bloom for Crazy Ex Girlfriend. We got. Uh, Yep, Issa Rae for Insecure. Yep. Uh, Gina yep. Rodriguez for Jane the, Jane the Virgin. Yeah. And uh, Sarah Jessica Parker for Divorce. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, oh, no, 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 hold on. Did you watch any of Divorce? Yeah, I found it boring. But I want to get back to I want to get back to my point. Like those are like a group of strong contenders to have sure. like have up there. So for her to to bring it home says a lot on what she does. 
on Blackish, and I think it was like this past season has been really good. Yeah. Um, especially just as the show relates to the country itself and what happens in the country, it like it keeps its, it, it keeps the ability to stay relevant, um, and at the same time stay funny and give a social message that I think is um, good for everybody to hear. And Tracy's character and the way she treats it is like amazing. And I think, you know, some of that really is just shown on screen because she can use her own personal experience to do that. And, you know, she had, you know, a big contender was Issa Rae with Insecure, which I got caught up on and wow, you know, really good show. So, yeah, you know, everybody else, you we drive is like, it's almost like always a win for her and probably when the Emmys come around, boom, she'll get her Emmy. Like, I, I, you know, I agree. I agree. say it, yeah. but you know, for Tracy to get the golden glow, man, that's, that's big. That's so, real big. It's, so so, so two not, things to what you, to what you're just saying. I agree. 125% what you're saying about blackish and to even out Dre's social monologues. Um, I mean, did you guys see the 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 most recent monologue? No, I don't. I don't have uh, cable, so I gotta. I gotta. Uh, okay. I gotta um, wait a couple days and then. You know what? I haven't seen it yet. On TV. Yeah. Well, I put it on my. It's on my timeline. Like you can go to my Facebook timeline and just like it's like ninety seconds, and it encapsulates what so many black folks, especially those of us who happen to go to school, get a degree, work around white folks, and mm-hmm. tend to be in a situation now where, you know, white folks are feeling, they feel like they got bamboozled, right? And he he does it so well. But this is a peek behind the curtain for so many white people. But what Tracy Ellis Ross does is she is the accessibility chip to all of this. Because mm-hmm. Rainbow isn't always so pro-black. Mm-hmm. Rainbow is just a couple steps back from that. She's proud, but, you know, she's not can't take cloth all day, every day. And because mm-hmm. of that, her character is super funny. And I think also this past season with her being pregnant, um, you know, there was an emotional aspect to her that allowed people to, to kind of, get with the character in a way that they've just never done before. And, you know, she was she was accessible, she was emotional, she was open. There was just so many fantastic things that came out of Tracy Ellis Ross this entire season. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, I, I was, this is the uh, this is the third season, right? This is the third yeah, yeah, third season. season. Yeah, third season. Yeah, and I absolutely loved it. But to Issa Rae, Issa is... Anthony Anderson's person in terms of blackness. She is unabashed blackness. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily in the way that white people are used to seeing black people. Yes. Right? You know, black folks, we know, all three of us, we're all very different black dudes. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like we get down differently in a lot of different ways. But if you saw all of us, like if you just kind of cursory glance, listen to us talk, you kind of think that we all do kind of similar shit. 
people don't understand the difference, how different like L.A. dudes are and how L.A. ladies are and how black folks who get into that lifestyle, how different that is. And all like she encapsulates so many different things. And the character that Issa plays is not a good person. She's not a likable person. No. Like you don't like that character. You like Phil Dunphy. You talking like Mindy Kaling unlikable or something? No, 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 no. So Mindy Kaling's not unlikable. She's not uh, not likable. Mindy Kaling's annoying. Okay. Issa Rae is not a good person. Like the like the the character. Like you wouldn't okay. necessarily want to be associated really closely to that person. Like this is not a perfect and or altogether person. This is a person where you just like, wow. Like, you feel like you're watching somebody in an intimate way that you shouldn't be there. You know, the same way that you felt the same way about Atlanta at times. Like, we're watching some shit that we're not supposed to be this close for. Mm-hmm. All right. I've oh, talked oh, enough. Oh. Y'all go ahead. Oh, no, no. I, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 I haven't seen it. So, um, Alex, so you, you've seen it. So what do you think? No, I think he's right, dude. I think it's... um. One point, my most important point about the show, besides, like, yeah, she's not a likable person, but I think the show is successful, and it's had the point to show that, hey, we as black people, we're people, we're just the same as a white person or an Asian person or a Hispanic person or anybody else on this earth. We're all humans, and I think the way that the characters interact and the things they do make it accessible to you know, that open audience, like to that white audience. And I think that's been the success of that show is that it it's not something that's written and I'm not going to knock other black writers, but people who have had to write successful shows that have always had to show us, you know, particularly in a situation where we're always about struggle and it's all about struggle, but this is somebody that's trying to make it and is very humanized, like very humanized to see, as things happen, like it's not over dramatic. These are real situations and things that happen. And I think that is one of the keys to the show. And that's one of the keys to her talent is that she's able to write it and bring it in such an accessible manner that doesn't differ for anything else. Like this is something that, you know, people that watch girls can watch and go like, Oh, okay. You know, like I get it. I understand what's going on. Like only difference is we're seeing it about black people. But even then, it's just the same for everybody else. So I think it's a good show, like, for me to say that, because I was a person that was like, nah, I'm not even watching. I think on previous episodes, I've said, like, I'm not fooling with that show. Like, it's just not me. And for <laughs> me to watch it, like, and being a person in L.A., I was like, oh, yeah, I get all of this. Like, and I a lot gave of you hell for that shit, too. Yeah, you gave me hell for it. And a lot of it, I'm like, oh, this is shit. I lived when I was in L.A. and I was young and, you know, wild young lion out in the world. And I'm like... Yeah, I get all of this. And watching it now, I'm like, this is a great show. So I say watch it late if you need. You know, we can talk about it off air. Maybe, you know, i get you that good, you know, HBO Go hookup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I figured my way around it. I figured it was. Oh, did you book the HBO Go? No, 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 no. We're not no. going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. We're not gonna talk about that. Oh, okay. It's nothing illegal. It's nothing illegal. It's nothing illegal. Oh, I, oh, Amazon yeah. offers, I, I don't know if you know this, but Amazon offers this thing where you can you know, uh, what pay for HBO through their Amazon Prime Videos thing, yep. and they give you like a 30 day free trial. So I'm currently working my way 
through Westworld there, but I will. Sam, um, you've been I, talking about that shit for like three weeks. I'm gonna I, I, I went seven episodes into Westworld, and I had to, uh, I had to take a break a little bit there because it's, it's, uh, it's heavy. So tense. It's, tense. it's heavy. You can't really marathon that show. It get ways on. Um, yeah, yeah the last episode question. I saw. The last episode I saw was the one where Tendi Newton wakes up, and I'm I'm kind of like freaking out about what's going to happen next. Yeah, episode. the next episode is way colder. Yeah. Um, okay, but uh, just really quickly, um, I just wanted to kind of compare last year's Golden Globes to this year's Golden Globes, and so uh, on the on the on the sh- on the TV show side, you know, we had Mozart in the Jungle winning. You had Casual. Orange is the New Black, Silicon Valley, Transparent, and Veep. Compare that with this year, where it's Atlanta, Blackish, Mozart in the Jungle, Transparent, and Veep. So last year there were six six shows. This year there's five. Um, so what's fallen off? Orange, Casual, Orange is the New Black, and Silicon Valley have fallen off. Yep. Um, so, and yeah, I so, agree with uh, all of Orange is the Blue. Yeah. So they've they've kind of fallen off. On the actress side, like to be very honest with you, I don't even know if that shit is mm-hmm. a, a comedy anymore. Like Orange is the New Black. Yeah, they're in a really weird space now. Dude, it, no, no, they're not in a weird space. It does what Dingy uh, Kohan's other show did. Like right. we started out the same you way, it's the same right. shit, and I called yep. it a long time ago. It's yep. time for that show to take a dirt nap yep. because now they have written themselves right. into a silly ass hole. Because how long was Homegirl supposed to be in jail? A year, uh, like a, a year and year. a half. Yeah, like a year like, and a half, right? But she was supposed to get out with good behavior after like eight months, right? So, I mean, we going into how many four seasons now, and it's yep. still this one year in jail. Like, no, I it's not even I, no, no, no. It's, it's way past that because yeah, it was, she go, it was much longer than that after she uh, banked down uh, Pennsylvania. Okay, when, yeah. When, so when she dragged her, and so that was the from that was the bridge from the first season to the second season. So she got a little more time, but still, right. the show has nowhere to go, and I mean, it's, it's been a problem. Come so, Piper, like Piper should leave. Like she should. Yeah, come I out. Should, well, that show is just done. If they're gonna do anything, make it about the other character. Piper is done. That's my point. Like, uh, just take her out, and then you yeah. can, you can do whatever you need to in the prison, and just have the cast revolve around the prison. Prison, but take her out. Yeah, yeah it's time for her to leave. But anyway, back to my whole point. Like, yeah. It's supposed that show's ready to take a dirt nap, so it doesn't need to be on there. Uh, I still don't understand Mozart in the Jungle, even though it's still on the list. But yo, I, I feel the same way, dude. Don't get it. I don't get it. I, I never was, hear any talk about this. Ever. Show. Never, never. Never. No. Never. If you go up to someone, at least I, they would say I. I've heard of Transparent. But no one I've known has heard of Mozart in the Jungle. Or even, like, Nobody. anyone who's watched it, I, I like, because, you know, some people watch High Man in the Castle, which, you know, another Amazon Man show. in the High Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that shit's crazy, right? Like, uh, well, I, I've, I read the book, like, ten years ago, so I was, uh, I never thought they would make a movie out of it. I mean, a TV show out of it, because it's so crazy. But, yeah. But it's a great concept, right? Yes. Right. But apparently Mozart in the Jungle is also a great concept that I've never heard anybody say anything positive about. The only people who I've ever heard watch the show are like this is boring as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it reminds you know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of a Saturday Night Live skit where they had a game show and they were trying to understand how Burn Notice was like the most popular show on television. <laughs> like it has that effect, and that's coming uh, from a person that like Burn Notice. I like Burn Notice too. Yeah, it's one of those, but it's one of those like 
I don't understand why this show is popular. I don't understand why it keeps getting nominated unless the acting is that superb. But I can't find a single person that can tell me what the show's about. Nope. Uh, that follows the characters. None of that. All right. So, so the actress side now. So in, uh, in last year we had Rachel Bloom winning for Craziest Girlfriend. And honestly, I completely understand it. I completely okay. understand. So that was last year. So Jamie Lee, and then we got Jamie Lee Curtis for Scream Queens. Yep. Julia Louis Dreyfus for Veep. Gina Rodriguez for Jane the Virgin. And Lily Tomlin for Grace and Frankie. Yep. So, uh, so, uh, Jamie Lee and, uh, Lily Tomlin drop off there. Um, on the actor side, we had Gal Garcia Bernal, um, winning for Mozart in the Jungle. We had Aziz Ansari, nominated for Master of None. And he should have uh, been, because it was fantastic. Rob Lowe for The Grinder. Patrick mm. Stewart for Blunt Talk. And, uh, Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent. Now, was Master of None in 2015? I guess they... Yeah. I guess so. It was a year ago. Yeah, I mean, sure. Because that would mean that he he had nothing in calendar 2016. Nothing so, in 2016. Nothing. He, he did a um, he did a comedian's getting coffee in cars. Okay, so, I mean, I guess he's... Because uh, he has not been on any TV show, has not really nope. done any movies. So he must be hard at work uh, on next season of Master of None, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I was gonna say, is there a season? There has to be a season two coming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, a, he hasn't absolutely. even had like a he hasn't had a recent special, right? He didn't have a so. Yeah, he could be working with stand up though. Yeah, it could be a comedy stand up because he special. just showed up this past week on somebody's um, late night show. So, <laughs> yeah, this usually means that something's coming. Uh, he was in something called Animals. I don't know what. Is that a CBS show? It is uh No, it's an HBO show. It's an animated HBO show. Yeah, it's uh, the okay. show uh, produced by, by the, but it's the Bloss. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes it's sense. It's, it's a funny show. Yeah, I think you were telling me about that show. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But yeah, All I, don't, right. I guess yeah. I don't think he's doing nothing else. All right, yeah. let's move on. Let's go. All right, so 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 that's uh that's pretty much it for the Golden Globes unless you guys have uh, anything so else to check me out. Have any of y'all seen season 2? Have y'all seen anything in season 2 of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? No. no. So none of y'all finished season one, right? No. no. All right. I so did. You, talk, you, you can talk okay, about it. Okay, so you finished season one of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yes. So you saw the change in the way that Rachel Bloom portrayed the character, Rebecca, you know, from being super crazy for roughly ten episodes and then being, you know, actually a pretty decent, normal, okay person on the back half. Yeah. That's how she won last year. Because she was almost two entirely different characters. She's just the the sane person now. And it, it, like the problem with that is that there isn't a ton of places to go. Hmm. Mm. So are they writing themselves like into a hole? Well, the whole idea was for her to go out there to get Josh. But... Now she's and, becoming friends with them or something? What? Well, so I'm, I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but so basically she just kind of realizes that that's not the best thing for her. And, you know, she decides to make really healthy decisions. Shit doesn't always work out the way, you know, healthy decisions would lead you to believe. But at the same time, like, she's the first ten episodes 
is basically hilarity ensues with you trying to get Josh any way you can. Mm-hmm. Don't work like that after that. You know, the, his his girlfriend Valencia, they get closer. It's, it's, the dynamics change. Um, the the strongest actor in the entire show is Donald Lynn Champlin, who is uh, Rebecca's best friend on the show. Mm-hmm. I guess she's kind of a famed stage actress. She's just by far the best person on the show. So that's a unique change because, you know, last time we talked, it was all about Rachel and the Blooms. It, it, so <laughs> when you, see, I was going to try and keep going. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when you delve a little deeper into the actual show, man, Donald Chamberlain is really, really good. It, it, I love, you know, you know, Rachel Bloom. I, th- I think she's a really talented actress. She's a stage actress, so she can do a lot of things. She commits in ways that most TV actresses just are not able to because they're not real actors. They're pretty mm-hmm. people who say lines, right? Right. You know, but Rachel Bloom is a real actress. Like she can do anything you ask her to. So to to see her get into a space, especially as I pay more attention to the the dynamics of the show, her best friend in the show is by far the best actress. Okay. Donna Lynn Chaplin. Let's see. Yep, it's pretty much all Broadway. She looks like she's never done TV. Yeah, exactly. And yep. she's carrying the show now, huh? She's so not carrying. No, no, no. She's not carrying the show. Or she's, she's just so she's just the best. Yeah, she's the the best scene in scene out actress in pretty much every scene. Like okay. if you watch the show, you just like, damn, she's good. Hmm. Uh, all right. Um, so just so um, I guess we can come off the anything to say just in general about Atlanta winning um, best series or um, well, we, it it. Oh, we got a ton of shit to talk about there. <laughs> we got a lot to say. Did you finish Atlanta right late? I did finish Atlanta. So I, I loved what, it. So what did you think in terms of the win? I thought it was I thought it was I, I thought it was surprising. I did think it was surprising. I, I'm glad it got nominated. I'm surprised it won, not because it didn't deserve it, but because I just didn't think it would just win. I mean, like, it's the first season. Uh, I still believe that, you know, it's uh, it's, an, it's an American show. Um, I still have that kind of bias with the Hollywood, Hollywood foreign press. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, like, uh, so it was very surprising that, um, and, you know, it's not as though anyone on the show has deep, Hollywood ties or anything like that. Literally, you know, so, no one on the show has any. Yeah, they're all uh, new. And so, like, I, I was very surprised with one, but I, uh, I thought it was, it, uh, des- it deserved to win, and I'm very happy it won. So, yeah, that's kind of. But I, but I, but I won't say that I wasn't surprised because I was very surprised. How about yeah. you guys? Go ahead, let's. I, you know what? I thought honestly it was going to win something, and I can, and I can tell you the moment when I was like. It's going to win something. Juneteenth? It, Juneteenth. That was the one where I was like, oh, this is going to win something. And the other moment when I knew it was going to win something was the BAN episode. Yep. Um, yep. And if I remember correctly, because me, me and my girl were talking about this, if the show, they don't they like, when they win that category, it's, de- it's decisions made on a particular episode? Yep. It's a specific episode. And I was like, either BAN or Juneteenth were the two episodes that said, oh, shit, this is 
you know, worth winning. Yep. That was, and after that, I just sat back and was like, it's going to win something. Like, I didn't know if it was going to win, you know, comedy, but I absolutely knew, like, this show is going to, you know, it's going to win something because it's just that good. Like, you can't deny that show. You know, it's funny. It, it, it took you a little bit longer to commit than it took me. It was the second episode, the jail episode, where I was like, oh, this shit is special. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, not that I, I like this. The episode wasn't wasn't good. I just I looked at it from a standpoint of just like Leighton said, Hollywood Foreign Press, like the uh-huh. people who are going to watch it and not and like not take it for what it is. Like for me, you, Leighton, and I'm gonna say this: a lot of other people, like you, can look at that episode and be like, "Oh yeah, this shit is special." Like this is something that we all, in one way, form of another, know of. Like maybe we lived it, maybe we know somebody that lived it, maybe we've heard it. Maybe it's just a slice of life. So we were like that. We were like, oh, yeah, we need this. Yep. But for everybody else looking at the show, that's not that's not what they're going to go like, oh, yeah, we're going to give it something because of that. That it, it wasn't there for that. It's that Juneteenth episode and that BAN episode that I think hit hard because that Juneteenth episode was very like, look, this is black people in America. And look at the shit that sometimes we have to do to make it and we put up with to be happy. And everybody just acted that so well and showed from a standpoint of, you know, you trying to make it earn, you know, just sitting there trying to, like, explain the van. And, you know, it was showing two sides of something, like what she's trying to do to make it. And then what he turns around and does in the end to show that he does care at a certain point. And then that BAN episode was just like, this is media. Like, this is how media is. Like, this is how media is for black people. This is what the sideshow of media has been for white people and America in general. And I think that was what was the big piece. And it was very telling. And that's what made me go, oh, yeah, it's going to win. It's definitely going to win something. I mean, BAN was, you know, satire on a level that, you know, not many shows are able to get to. No. Like, Saturday Night Live in its current, like, you know, form right now could not do that. Nope. Could not make it a whole episode that fun. I agree. Uh, I was looking around to see if I could figure out which um, episode uh, Atlanta was nominated for, but... Yeah. It doesn't say. It doesn't say? I went to the official website and it did not say. Huh. I mean, yeah, I think there's no way they can watch an entire series, especially when you got... You know, shows like Modern has 24 fucking episodes in series. Right. So, you know, it's one at a time, but I, I really oh, like... Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on, which one is it? Which one is uh, it? No, uh, Would it be surprising if it was worth? It really would. The Van episode? It really would. No, they don't have it. They don't have it. I went to Variety, and I went to GoldenGloves.com, and they don't have it. Um... Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, by the way, as, as as we talk about the Golden Globes, um, did you guys? I, and I and I hope the answer to this is yes. Uh, have you guys seen Moonlight? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't so seen now it. Now you guys can get on me because I. If you have not seen Moonlight, you have not seen the best picture. Of, uh, yeah, that is what I keep hearing. Yeah, I keep hearing it's something uh, special. So I was actually scheduled to go. I had a ticket and um, I got a call from my son's school. 
um, <coughs> that he had fallen and hit his head. So he ended up Ooh. taking him to the doctor Ooh. to get him checked for a concussion. So that's yeah. a worthy excuse. That's, that's uh, a worthy excuse, man. <laughs> yeah, but you, you got to see that. I mean, uh, I think uh, so. As you, you, you know, it's about a. It's about a. a oh, I know a, what it's about. Yeah. Just, I think the 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 adult portion of it is like some of the best filmmaking uh, of the year. I mean, like it's. Uh, there's a scene that takes place in a diner. Just amazing. Just just amazing. Mahershala in that one? Or between uh, the no, two? Mah- Mahershala no, is in he's the... In the young, he's in the kid part, right? He's, he's a kid in part, the kid part, right? Yeah, yeah, the adolescent part. But this is yeah, between the two homies when they yes. get older, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two adults, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm all... I'm, 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 I was digging it. I was kind of... Just the last sentence of the movie, pretty much, is just, like, kind of... It's kind of heartbreaking, man. It's It's... Kind of, it's kind of there, so you guys gotta go check that out. Um, they do that on inauguration day. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it. Um, Alex, what's your excuse? What, what, what are you doing? Uh, I just bought a house, man. There it is. Win, win. I, I, yeah, I got an excuse for a minute. Just go ahead. <laughs> I bought a house right around holiday season. <laughs> it was maybe you ain't getting no gifts. No, this it was is your gift. Wrap. <laughs> It was a wrap. I didn't go nowhere. We had to fight to see Rogue One. Give a meal and go watch this. No, oh, we're going to see. I mean, now that, like, we, you know, we're all settled and everything, I'm definitely going to see it. You pay that first month mortgage, yeah? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Got number two coming right now. Like, yep. Yep. Welcome to the world. Uh, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's keep it going. Um, So I've been watched. I, so I, I watched the series uh, Chewing Gum. On Netflix, which um, which is a British. I'll take credit for that. Well, you did. You, I will say you did text me about it, but I did. I did see it as I was flipping around on my Netflix as the. It was highly. It was, it was recommended. Did you click uh, on it before I said anything? No, but I'm gonna take I, the props. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I did. You you also are trying to get me to watch. Um, this other show with, with the teenage girl, but um, I, I was gonna I was gonna try to watch that first, but I did not like an idiot. Um, okay, so Chewing Gum is a British sitcom about um, 24 year old Tracy. Uh, she is a uh, she is you know she's she, she's she is an African uh, she's first generation African living in London. Uh, she you know and she's a super religious uh, virgin. But she finally realized that she wants to have sex. She currently was at the start of the series. She's engaged to another person in her church. Um, but then through machinations, she realized she's not in love with him, but is in, instead in love with uh, Connor, uh, who is, uh, is is a white dude. Falls in love with Connor. <laughs> she wasn't in love with he's Connor. A white Connor, dude. Connor just happened to be there. Uh, who is sort of a he is a he he raps. I won't. I, he's not a rapper. He he is he raps not well. Uh, and but she she digs everything about him. Uh, and then along the way, she has a she uh, Tracy has a best friend, um, Mandy, uh, who is uh, more experienced in uh, lovemaking and all that stuff and attracting men and all that stuff. And we kind of go through and see um, how this uh, girl who's been sheltered her entire life. Small uh, bit of info on uh, the best friend. If anybody is familiar with Ashley, with the uh, the actor from Top Boy, that is his wife. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I do not know Top Boy. You, you, oh, man, I'm slipping if I haven't shown you Top Boy. Okay, but yeah, that, that's that's who that's whose wife that is. Okay, also, okay. Really, really talented actor and rapper. Um, Ashley is. So his wife is a really talented actress as well, as you see in this show. That's kind of the same with this uh, the show with Michaela because as I was reading her uh, bio, she's also a musician. She she's a comedian. Uh, she does a little bit of music. Uh, but yeah, so she kind of uh, wrote uh, all these episodes and she created the show. And um, you know she stars in the show and she she did very well. Um, it was a one woman show first. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So she was in she was in um like drama school in in London. And, you know, she was trying to write all these sketches, and so she came up with this idea for a show, and uh, she got this person who really, really supported and was like, yo, I think this would be fantastic. So she wrote it up. She did it. I think she performed it for, you know, her school or whatever. And from there, that uh, it got turned into chewing gum. You know, people were really worried that they were going to bastardize a story and the characters you know, especially because it went to TV, you know, from this incredible uh, dramatic piece. And, you know, she said that it didn't at all. Like, it, the story that they told was very much the the heart of what the the original piece was. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Michaela created this show um, on her pretty much on her own. Um, in fact, uh, the show was successful, and it's on for a second series which begins on uh, which actually began on january 12th so we are so episode seven has aired uh there's going to be another six episodes that go through february um so yeah i i I, you know the show is wacky um the the character tracy has a sister that is also very religious but um but she actually enjoys being restricted slash religious um Mm. I mean, like, she's repressing some stuff. She's repressing. A lot. A lot. <laughs> uh, let's just say she's repressing some stuff. Yo, that uh, episode was uh, just food out of the mouth funny. Yeah. Um, also, the, their their mom who raised them, uh, I guess I was a single mom. Uh, yeah. She's super religious. She's, she's out on the street um, uh, being very religious to, you know. Shouting out religious things to people. I don't know what the word is for that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, I like all the characters. I like the actress. I think, uh, she's funny. She's, uh, she's very good at physical comedy. Um, yeah, so she's, she's, she's a, she's a, she's a star in the making. Um, yeah, Michaela won a BAFTA for that. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah, she won a BAFTA for, for Chewing Gum. Alright, Yeah, Best British Academy Television Award for Best Female Comedy Performance in 2016. And she also won a BAFTA for breakthrough talent for writing the show. Uh, yeah, it's a, I, I, uh, I think it's a, it's it's pretty great. Um, so uh, Alex, you're the only one who perhaps hasn't uh, caught up. So you, you got to do that. Is, is he still not there? Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I absolutely love this show. I thought, I thought everything about it was was refreshing and wacky and crazy and cringeworthy and funny and culturally appropriate, you know, for what I know of, you know, 
British, very religious culture. Like, all of it just was really effing good, man. I, I liked every aspect of it. The I even liked the theme song. Oh, the theme song. Oh, the theme song's amazing. Yeah. And the dude, Ronald, that dude is the greatest. <laughs> the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's so easy for uh, British shows if they only have to write six episodes. You just put all your best stuff in there, and you can cut out what doesn't work. It's, it's oh, a, it's a I wouldn't say easy, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, like, you probably, there's probably a lot of stuff you don't want to cut. Right. But, you know, uh, I'm sure they would love 20 episodes or something, but, you know, this this really narrows you down to your best stuff. I and, agree. Uh, um, and, and, like, cause it, like, it is literally every 37 to 40 seconds something new and great. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. it? Uh, <laughs> It's a fast-paced show, too. That's the thing yeah, I like. It is. It. Like, it just doesn't let up. It just lets the comedy keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoy the hell out of that. Now, guys, there's another limited show, uh, limited run series, uh, Search Party. Um, you yeah. guys, oh my I, I, I did not see the entire thing. Um, I did, you haven't I, finished. I have yeah, finished. you got to finish that show, like, come on. Oh my gosh! I, I, it's it's diff, it's going to be difficult for us to talk about this if you haven't finished it. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, let's see. The last episode I saw, it was I, last episode I saw was episode six where they discover the cult group. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. So, just all right. The I last the last episode changes your perspective on literally the entire series. Oh wow! Okay. Um, okay. Uh, do you guys want to discuss it, and I'll step off, and you guys. Uh, I'm gonna let. Alert I'm gonna let Damon so, frame it for you. Right, cool, and I'm gonna step off for a second. So, uh, oh, all right. go, go, go for it. So, when are you coming back? Send a message. Send a message. All right, I'll <laughs> I'll chat him when he comes back. All right, so for all my listeners out here who have seen. Like, we shouldn't even ruin this for you because you can still binge it. But things are exactly as they seem on this show from the outset. They tell you exactly where you will end from the first conversation of this show. But the way that we get there is masterful to the point where you will jump out of your seat on the final show. You will literally say... Holy shit, I did not see that coming. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, uh, Aaliyah Shaw Cat is good all the time. And the cast of characters that they have there are, are quite fun. And everybody, you know, they, they hold their shit all the way to the finish line. Like, there, there's just no, nobody lets up, even at the end. This is a really, really good cast. Uh, really well done. But at the same time, the the end, boy, that, that final episode, wow. Didn't see it coming. Yeah, it it, it, it lit up a whole lot for the show. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those things I just want to say, they were who we thought they were. <laughs> like, yep. That is exactly what it is. They were who we <laughs> thought they were. <laughs> yeah. And we let them off the hook. <laughs> yeah, and we just, ah! I, I mean, one thing that I can say about this show is, like, 
the characters were all unlikable people. And I think, if anything, like, that's one of the big things about the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, these are a group of unlikable people. Yep. You know, and we have this girl missing, and it's just like, it's not even about the girl missing. It's about uh-huh. them and how they can use it to affect them. Correct. And you just have this one character that's like trying to figure it all out, and it's just, it was a good show. If oh, my Lex is talking to me. I, I, I apologize for that, but it's hilarious. Just, Despite <laughs> the fact that her entire life is falling apart, yeah, like, she's clinging to this thing, man. This she's just holding on to her relationships falling apart. Yep. She's got this weird dude that just showed up out of nowhere. Her two mm-hmm. friends are just like. Okay, whatever about this shit. Like it's they're, just, they're they're like whatever, but like it's cool for now, so I'm down for it. But until yeah, I'm down for it. And on. like it was like you know like oh shit, I can Snapchat my feelings, right? And that they're like nah, I don't care. Like it was all about how the show affected them, and it was amazing to watch that happen. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I watched some things happen in the show that I legitimately just didn't think could or would happen in that particular show you know and as far as they allow dory to go because you know dory's our 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 lead in she she's our she's our you know our vessel into the entire show and they allow dory space to go as far as she can and you know there are very few shows that will indulge their main character this way and I, I I appreciate the fact that they allowed her to do it. Mm-hmm. It ended up where it ended up, but I, I just love the fact that they indulged the, the main character that way. Yeah. <laughs> Good show, man. Good show. And it's I'm, – I'm glad it's renewed for a second season. And yeah, I, I, I agree. Go ahead. And the, the nice thing about it is this, People of Earth and, you know, a few other shows that they have, like, it really shows that, like, TBS has done something with this, like, comedies to make very original shows. Yep. That are good, like, have quality, dude. Like, as much as we, I think we made, you know, we reviewed Ground Floor and we reviewed, um, I forgot the other dude's name, Steve, uh, what was that dude's name? He had a show. But, you know, those shows were okay to start in that, like, we just got Conan era, and now they oh, finally... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I honestly... Steve Byrne, right? Steve, yeah, Steve I completely Burr. forgot about that shit. Now exactly. I completely, and they, I completely they, forgot and, about those shows. And it's so funny, because what they did is they canceled those shows. They just, boom, got a couple seasons done, got a couple seasons done, and then they found their, their comedic voice, and they figured out, like, we can do something with this. And uh, to be was honest with you... Was my boys on that original comedy list too my boys was the first one the very very first script yeah it was the very first one um and it like it had a couple seasons but it wasn't like great no 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 no. yeah you know but i think like to say what they've done with their comedies and like they own themselves if i can be honest with it i feel like it's content on his shows are very like adult versions of like comedy, not Comedy Central, but Cartoon Network. Like, yeah, Cartoon Network had live action series for adults in their you know early 
you know, late, very, very late twenties, early thirties, like this is it because it's written in such a voice. that's just, it gets it. It's yeah. very familiar and the writing's just on point. So I like what TBS did with itself to form itself as a, a network and find its own voice and shows like this, you know, just really show that like the people they have like brought on to put these shows together. It's amazing. Yeah. Like they've done a really great job of collecting talent that, speaks differently because right now in the the market space of scripted comedy you have to find a voice is different if the voice don't sound different it's not getting picked up there's just too much out there right now plain and simple and i love the fact that you know like you said people of earth and search party are so different in voice mm-hmm. than everything else out there you know it, it you know the Search Party speaks to the worst parts of what people believe millennials are. Yeah. Literally. It speaks to all of the worst parts of what you believe a millennial is. Right, wrong, or indifferent. And they take it as far as it'll go. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. It's Good show. Layton needs to definitely watch that show and quit bullshitting. Yep. I'm telling him to come on back. Yeah. You know, but, it, you know, having all that said, if – if it's it's a quick 12. It, I didn't think it, it was that many episodes. But then when I sat down and watched it, like, they had it on – what was that? Is it Thanksgiving night, I believe? Oh. Yeah, they did that. They had that whole um, marathon, that whole, like – Yeah. We, that's what, not, that's not, what, that was Thanksgiving. That was uh, around Christmas time. They did that marathon. They were marathoning the shows. Well, they've done it twice then because we caught it on I Thanksgiving did. and watched yeah, all I got of it. them. Yeah, I got it around Christmas time, around Christmas and New Year's, and I caught every single episode and just – it just kept getting better and better. What do you guys think about the model of uh, releasing all the episodes at once? So for so Search Party, with, it, they, Search Party worked Tribeca, very well. And they did it with this. It works much better for Search Party and Andy Tribeca. Absolutely. Search Party is a story. Andy Tribeca is just a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Andy Tribeca is not very episodic and at all, and... Search Party is episodic enough that, like, releasing it all together at once, you can get through. Because, as Damon was just saying, it's a short 12 episodes. So, like, you go right through it. Yep. And on top of that, I think Andrew Tribeca is too zany. (laughs) So, after a while. Episode today. Absolutely. Absolutely. You you know, there's just going to be a time where you're just going to get tired of it and you're not going to be willing to come up here every day to watch that. Mm-hmm. So giving people the ability to watch as many as they want at any time is perfectly fine. Like, Andrew Tribeca is not a show that you have on for ratings. You know what I mean? But Search Party is such an engrossing show. When you get into it and, like, you decide that you're going to invest, you want all of it. You want to finish it. You want, you know, you want to solve the mystery. So. Uh, so I think this is kind of the case where, you know, you know that uh, you're not going to get ratings. Uh, you're not going to get you know great ratings. But what you are going to get is that the people who watch it are high value consumers. And I mm-hmm. think that T- mm-hmm. TBS is going to say, hey, you know, look at the demographic that watches our channel. It's 
you know, it, they spend more money than whatever, uh, you know, uh, and they, they like high quality shows. If we give them a high quality show and they, if you have a high quality product, you want to be associated with us rather than, you know, if you're selling, I don't even know what a, what a low quality product is. Um, but you know, I mean, shit, you like people who don't have a discerning audience sell their shit to CBS because you're going <laughs> to put it in front of the most yes. amount of people who have literally no compunction of anything, right? Yes. You know, but Tip, if you have a, if you, right, exactly. But if you have a highly discerning audience, you put that shit in front of FX, you put that front that shit in front of TBS and HBO. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that is that is uh, absolutely true. Um, so what else have we all been watching? Uh, anything else? I I have not really watched anything else. What what are you guys checking out that you can speak on, David? Uh, go ahead. Right. Oh, I was gonna say, People of Earth, another TBS yeah. show, is really good. White Snack is the is yeah White Snack. Yeah, one It's a great show. Um, that I ending, caught, boy. Dude, that ending was something else. Like, I caught it um, during that same weekend where they were just, you know, marathoning the shows, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a very smart, great show. Uh, also, The Good Place, which came back after. Uh, I Oh, um, no, it's, it's, it's back? I did not realize, yeah, I did not realize it was back. back. I, I, I had watched all the episodes um, up up until the break, I didn't realize it was back. Okay, so now yes. I gotta have some homework. Good place, right? yeah. Good place is back. Uh, go ahead and watch it. It's good. I like that cliffhanger when uh, when what uh, when uh, the the woman discovered that uh, John Yu was not. Uh, yeah. He said he was. Said he was. I like that cliffhanger. So I, so I was ready to watch uh, the next episode there. Um, yeah. So um, so so good place is back. I, I'm kind of excited for that. I. I that's actually working out pretty okay for NBC, it seems. Um, yeah, between known, that uh, and Superstore. Superstore, which I got to say, are you guys watching Superstore? Because Superstore's No, I, I kind of burned out on that. I didn't think Yeah, I, I watched some. Really? Like, there are times I look at it. You know, I like Lauren Ash a lot. I think she's funny all the time. But in terms of the show, I can't watch the show all the time. Uh, ben, is it, what's the dude's name? Yeah, A to Z guy. Yeah. It's, I, I he's more famous for Mad Men, guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he's still going to be got to be. I mean, he's he better. He was better in Mad Men. But yeah. even having all that said, like, he's... He was unforgettable he enough for me. He just fucking burnt. Like, he just weighs on me. I don't know what it is about that dude, man. Like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being an asshole. But I, he just weighs on me. I, I love America Ferrera. You know, like I said, I like Lauren Ash a ton. But... The, and homie in the wheelchair, that dude funny. But oh, for whatever reason, hilarious, man. for whatever reason, that show just doesn't make me want to watch every week. Really? Yeah. I mean, all right, I'll put it like this. I get you. I don't take my time out to watch it every week, but when I do my let me get caught up on weekend, every every other weekend on Hulu, I will watch it and catch up on, like, you know, two episodes, and it stays fresh. Okay. And I can see why it's something that you can watch weekly. Um, it's safe. It's not, you know, something bold and something new that they tried with, obviously, A to Z and everything. It keeps it very simple sitcom Low format. concept. Low yeah, concept. No, no concept. No concept. <laughs> like, we got a place, 
It's a superstore. We got a bunch of weird characters. It's, it's, it is a workplace sitcom. It works. Yeah, it is. Can't go wrong. It works for. It is is that? I'm sorry. Is that not ABC's or NBC's bread and butter? Is the workplace? Oh, I mean, especially now with the way it was a depowered. They or, they yeah, what they lost they they lost the um you know they have not done which is which used to be their thing which is four adults in their mid twenties dating uh you know they they lost it they, I because shows like The Big Bang Theory and How I Met Your Mother took that format from yes. them and modernized yeah. it so yep. they even before they were doing that type of show. It was a workplace sitcom. It always took place around a job. Like, they know. Cheers was at somebody's job. The Office at somebody's job. Parking Rec at somebody's job. Like, way back when it was something around somebody's job, they didn't have people falling in love and having, you know, these relationship tug-of-wars. I mean, Living Single did that shit before Friends, but, you know, we ain't going to talk about that shit. <laughs> you know, that's coming back, according to Queen Latifah. I know. I actually, I actually would be very much in favor of that. Um, uh, yeah, th- I would be very much in favor of that. What is it going to be? I now? would like to see four beautiful black women on TV, uh, just in general. I mean, I, I, I get that. Uh, that's yeah. not, I'm, not, I'm not really, I don't have an issue with that, so to speak. But, uh, but the, uh, in the general, format I, I is would... now old, though. Let, let's be very realistic about this. When Living Single did it, you know, Fox was doing Martin and Living Single, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That format is now old. Well, you know, you would have to change it up. I mean, you're you're asking, you would have to make basically black girls, girls but black, girls the TV show on HBO but black. Yeah, uh, but they, they, they had it. They had a show like that that was on uh, UPN. Yeah, girlfriends. Girlfriends. Oops. Hmm. Ooh, Before. Oh gosh. That is the. Ah. Kelsey Grammer. Oh, is this white still in our sitcoms like they did rock and roll? No, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. So, um, I mean, but no, seriously, right. those those concepts that were new and fresh at the time, you can't recreate. Later. It's really difficult, like time wise, it's really difficult to do them later and still have them be fresh. Even if they're really funny, they wear on people. Right. You know, so. I mean, I mean, I guess the only sitcom remake on television right now is The Odd Couple, I guess. Right. But think about something like Happy Endings. Mm -hmm. If Happy Endings were at a different time, don't you believe that show would have been, you know, gangbusters? Maybe not. Like, I'm not going to say it had to happen before Friends, because I think that's too much to ask for, right? But just... I think if we went up against Will and Grace, it could do okay. Absolutely. Okay? But it's really difficult to see that show now, and especially when, you know, two of the characters start out together, um, mm-hmm. and then some other characters end up together. And I just, you know, that whole deal... When you start doing that, it, it's all very reminiscent of Friends for a lot of people. But in actuality, it's all reminiscent of living single. Guys, I but still, guys, it's. I think there has been. I there will come a time when it has been enough time since 
the last one of those shows where we have, you know, mid-twenties professionals uh, living in a big city sitcom. You know, that is so about tell, them going to a bar. It, it, so it, tell, you know, so maybe tell enough me time a show. Maybe time has not passed yet. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So tell me a show where you have seen six 20 or, th- or early 30-somethings together that go to, you know, similar haunts mm-hmm. that you don't immediately think of Friends. Friends has Friends has become a genre. Friends exactly. has be, Friends has That's my Friends point. is so big it's become a genre. Yeah, That's my so. point. But I think the next one that does do it, uh, there's there will be a show who does who does they'll take a chance and they'll do it right. And I think it possibly could be I think what, um What show is that? I mean I think I think it's not gonna come on network television. I think it's gonna come on um I think it's gonna be either Netflix or Amazon that does it. I think you know, I, Master of None is is, is is you know, it's a unique spin, but it is it is an early it, it is about not about an ensemble, but it is about um you know, a dude. Um uh it, it is about a dude and his romance life. There was also the show with the girl from um But you can say the same thing about Louie though. Is it, it involves his romance man's life. Like his has okay, romance uh, like it's it, I don't think anything like Damon said, like recreating like that kind of a show, like Living Single and some of those earlier shows you can't do anymore. Like he said, Friends has become a genre, so it's not new. Like mm-hmm. It's a rehash of things, and you don't want to do a rehash unless you know it's tried and true and it's safe, or it plays comedy, like tried and true safe. Like Look, nothing where you want to try and take bold steps and do yeah, something. Yeah, like you can't even do a family comedy anymore that even comes close to resembling the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. Like family like, you matters. Know what that, you know what took that You mean form? a family with in which everyone is just a really good person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, and to be honest with you, you know it took that over from that Cosby era was like first it started with Married with Children, so you had to have the era where it was the slumpy people. No, but they were the they were the you know they were the anti they were the antithesis. Yeah, they were the you know for a long time it was shows it was shows like that about the dysfunctional family though Malcolm in the Middle just a little lighter like yep. and then it, it it morphed into what you get now with Modern Family. Yep. You you can't yep. go back to the Cosby Show format. Yeah, I guess you, I guess I guess yeah. Um, okay, I, I see what you guys are saying. I see what you guys are saying. All right, I got I got I got well. Let's just keep the conversation going. I've got a question for you. So I was over at a friend's place. My friend just moved into a new apartment. He doesn't have cable. Um, he only has Netflix. Um, what's the show on? You know, he was looking for something to watch. He just finished up Portlandia, and he was asking me for a recommendation on 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 you know another sitcom to watch as we were like. You know, you know, something happened in the background while we were drinking a beer and uh, whatever. And I was like, I, flipped, I went through his Netflix sitcoms. And I, I think my recommendation, you know, something that, you know, generic for everyone, that will automa- anyone will automatically like. My recommendation is just to watch The League. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any other, like, choices you would, like, you know, recommend to someone who probably, you know, it's not as big a, as big a sitcom as probably us. But, you know, they want to watch something on Netflix that they don't know about. I didn't even want to go better off Ted. Because I felt that that would be that's you a deep gotta, dive. You, so you 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 have to like sit that's and watch a deep that. Dive, yeah. You know, at least with um, you know, at least with uh, the league. You know, we, there were like four of us there, and we were like talking and drinking, and then like, occasionally you will overhear a crazy joke and you laugh. It's good to have in the background. 
And, uh, but like better off type would be, of course, my number one choice. But the league is, I think, so it will. It's incredibly funny and it plays to that uh, general mass audience very well. And they've probably not watched it before. And so. unlike Better Off Ted, you can just almost hop into any episode of the league and keep going. Like very little. Nah, that, that's not always true. Because no, they have they have some things that they call back on, but you could still just kind of watch a throw an episode. And I, I think you, I, I think within any season you can watch every, any episode, but I think season to season you really you kind of have to watch. Yeah, uh, stay so, in but, like within within any season you can watch in between episodes one and the final episode you, in, in any order, but you kind of have to watch the first episode and the final episode. But anything in between that you can watch, and then season two, watch the first episode. Any any of the other episodes, and then watch the season finale. I, I, that's the kind of the way I feel on that one. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel on that. Um, but yeah, so do you guys have like any like just Netflix recommendations? You know, you would offer to people who, um, you know, they come and say, Damon, I know you watch a lot of sitcoms. What what, what should I be watching on Netflix? Uh, um, Ar- I mean, if they're not watching Archer, like obviously, just get caught up on Archer. Okay, yeah, that's actually a good like, That's one. Um, you know what? One that's on there now that's, like, probably pretty good to watch. Um, that It's a show that was great that got canceled, The Grinder. Oh, is The Grinder on Netflix now? Yeah, the full, the full, the full series is there. Okay. You wrote that down, like, yep, go ahead. Yep, he's like, yep, yep, got that one. Go ahead and Gotta check make sure we get that out. All right. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna make a make a note of that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So so uh, Damon. So the yeah. so the sister from Chewing Gum mm-hmm. is in a show. Okay. Um, I need to find the name of it honestly, but once I do, uh, I'll I'll get back to you all real quick. And it is on, on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. It's on Netflix. Hold on, real quick. I found it. Keep talking. I'll come back. Okay. Um. Yeah, so you know, wow, something just... else that they could watch. Uh, if you want something a little odd, that's totally odd, and I don't even know how to feel about watching it. You could always go with the Trailer Park Boys. That's a tried and true <laughs> Netflix classic for people who just watch shit. Um, Thirty yeah, Rock, I'm... like if, oh, he, if he has watched it, Thirty Rock, which has seasons. Park. Parks and Rec, yeah, Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Like, there, there are a few shows there. I mean, of course, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Like, it, they, you know, Netflix has a, at least one good thing they do is, like, they have a decent collection of sitcoms you can watch. It all depends on your taste. Um, if you want safe ABC, there's Last Man Standing. That's, uh, what was that, the Tim, uh, Tim, Allen? Tim Allen show? You know, if you want something that isn't on, I, well, I guess it's on. Does it come on ABC or is it on like ABC Family or something like that? I forget. Uh, a, uh, the the uh, the the Tim Allen show is on ABC. It's on. Okay, yeah. So you got that. So there. I mean, um, there are so so guys, I, you did, that that led me down to the point where now I'm I'm flipping. I went to this website and I'm looking at. Uh, what Netflix has uh, coming up, and let's see. So they got uh, Voltron series two, season two coming up. One second. Ooh, what is this? Neil Brennan is having a a a, 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 a comedy special coming out. Oh my god! They just put it follows on though, so that's getting watched this evening. <laughs> um, 
Shameless uh, is also on there. Friends, The Office. Um, okay. Yeah, I like a lot. Um, you guys uh, checked out a series of unfortunate events. Uh, that's that's new Netflix. Uh, yeah, that show. just came on, right? Nah, it's I haven't checked it out. It's not my taste. It's it, it's a kids it's a kids show. Yeah. 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 This new show, Clinical. Oh, Jim Gaffigan's new joint is coming out on Netflix. Oh my gosh! Have you guys heard about the Santa Clarita Diet, the new Drew Barrymore show? No. I saw I saw the preview for it, and I was like, "What is this no, show?" So, so, uh, so David does not know what the show is about. It's crazy. is it a murder like horror show or no? No, you know what I know what the Santa Clarita Diet is. It, it Drew Barrymore is a zombie, <laughs> and so she's just that. That's the Santa Clarita. That's how she's staying alive. I'm here for it. Okay, is it a, is a comedy, right? Nope, she, I'm in. She, she is a she, in. she's a married mom, and her diet uh, is that she's eating brains. I'm here for it. I'm so in. wait, she's a nope, nope. Don't say no more. I'm here. It's a comedy, right? Comedy horror. It is. Yeah. It is a comedy yeah. horror show. Uh, Timothy, yep. Tim, Timothy Olyphant is her husband. In. Uh, I'm in. I'm all in. Uh, here for it. Yes. Yeah, so. And the the name of the show that I was looking for is called Crazy Head. Mm-hmm. So the sister from Chewing Gum is is like fighting like I don't even know like spirits with her homegirl and like you just kind of pick up as the main character becomes aware of of all this happening mm-hmm. and the the sister from Chewing Gum is the um she's the the supporting actress but she's incredible she's absolutely f- incredible mm. so if you it's another british show mm. obviously so we got dear white people coming out the, the tv series is coming out can't wait uh, for that can't uh, wait for that uh i don't know if girl boss the show on the 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 the, the girl yeah. boss uh, that's a terrible name for a show well, it's 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 by the woman who started uh, Nasty Girl, which is a very a popular yep. women clothing brand. Uh, yep. It's or based on her biography. Wet Hot um, American Summer, ten years later. Uh, Master Sinister. Fion. Sinister is also on Netflix. Just want to let you know. You and I saw that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You and I did not. No, see we that. saw um, the possession. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I was uh, talking to Shira about this last week because yes. uh, we did a we did an interview. Uh, which is actually going to come out this week on uh, Get Out the Room, the short shot, the A Conversation with series, starring Shira Sato. <laughs> and we talked about the movie that you and I went to yes. um, uh, after our brunch uptown in your $12 beer that just completely <laughs> blew my mind. It was no, not, it was not a tw- beer. It, it was like a $10 beer. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. I could have swore last time you talked about this. It was a twelve dollar beer. It was expensive as fuck. It, it it was in a bougie part of Harlem, man. I don't even understand yeah. what you guys want. Yeah, I mean, clearly, <laughs> a twelve dollar beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, so that's kind of what's going on with Netflix. Uh, um, let's see, you, me, her TV series. I, I'm not quite sure what that one is. That sounds like a sitcom. But uh, Addison Templin. Go check that out. Uh, so yeah, I'm 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 all about that Santa Clarita diet. It sounds uh, pretty interesting. And and that's on what? Uh, Santa Clarita diet. That's on that's on Netflix. And uh, under the shadow. So all right, 
I'm gonna get into this and get out of the room. But there is an Iranian film. It's a it's an Iranian horror film that has been getting a ton of buzz called Under the Shadow. Mm-hmm. Check that out if y'all got the time. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias, his new series is out. Um, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. I heard that's quite funny. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that show, actually. I'm sorry. Yes, I have heard of that show. Yeah. Uh, you, Me, and Her is another show that's coming up on Netflix uh, uh, next week, actually. Actually, no, this week, the 18th. It's coming up this, the, the 18th. And it's uh, it has our favorite, Greg Poehler. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's about a, a couple that enters in a three-way relationship. Hey, now. Parenthood uh, is on here. Here's what I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, you know, like, there's a yeah. there's a number of different things that are coming on now. Like Netflix has literally opened up the pocketbook, yo. Mm-hmm. Like they're going against type and getting shows and movies that normally would not have been, say, five years ago, would I, not have been on their streaming platform at all. I thought that they were kind of lessening their uh, movie exposure, but I guess they kind of changed. No, so what I was, yeah, so what I'm seeing here is that maybe they have less obscure titles, but they're mm-hmm. they're finding some really nice, even middle, like, you may not necessarily have been blockbusters, but they were things that people were interested in, and people talked about it. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I wanted to see that. That was, um, you know, that movie White Girl? Uh, yes. I, when yeah, I, I, I figured I, you'd be, I figured you'd seen it late. Well, I have not seen it, but uh, it's on I, Netflix. It was an it was an article of the best uh, independent movies on Netflix. It was, uh, yeah, it was, I, I didn't necessarily think it was that good. Mm-hmm. Um, this kid, Brian, he, he, uh, his uh, rap name is Scene. He's uh, he was also in Luke Cage for a couple episodes. He's in it. He plays a pretty prominent role in in that movie. Good film. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't give it that high praise, but maybe that's just me. But there's just a lot of like really different stuff that has managed to get on a Netflix in I a almost, way that I did not I did not expect. I almost think that they're kind of going too fast because sometimes they're they're dropping shows. Like, I agree. With no hype, like nope. uh, that show Easy. That's about sitcom. That that's about uh, people that's falling in love with each And no one like I couldn't find any episode reviews of it anywhere. All. Yeah, well, they, like, they do keep they putting shows out. They dropped it with no quickly. fanfare, man. I'm sorry? What did you say, Damon? I said they dropped it with no fanfare. Like, yeah. it was just here. Even Lady Dynamite has limited... I mean, like, it does show up on my feed, but, like, not. Yeah. I don't see any billboards or ads or anything. Have you um, watched any of that? No, I have not. I'm very... Interested. I have. It's, I have. It's good. But, but it is definitely... From the mind of somebody that spent some time inside of... A middle institution. I mean, you know, yeah. Yep. Well, there is a season two, so it must have done... Actually, you know what? You can't even tell if it did well. Well, Maria Bamford's very funny. Yeah, I, I like her a lot. And I think she did really well with this particular show. And, like, the way that she kind of set everything up, I thought it was really cool. Um, it, it goes back and forth between Zany in her mind and real mm-hmm. but you know what they do is, is pretty cool but there are definitely times where you're just like nah I'm not here for that <laughs> um you know what I didn't see on this list was that show where those two unlikable people um what's their name the the girl that was on the community um blonde girl 
Um, oh, lovesick. Love is it lovesick? No, love or love. love. I see yeah. that here. I mean, both of those people were terrible, dude. <laughs> and, and like, and the, I shouldn't say that. The dude that was, you know, the, the main character, he wasn't terrible. He was just very unbelievable for, uh, you know, Jillian Jacobs' character to fall in love with, and even want to be with. Like the whole thing is just very strange, and it didn't necessarily fit. <laughs> so when I saw that, I was like, mm. like and, you know, I got through a lot of it. I don't, I didn't think I even finished it. I think I might have got to eight out of ten episodes, and did not feel bad about not finishing it at all. I believe uh, I got four, four episodes in, and I couldn't, couldn't go further. Um, yeah, I got through a lot of them, dude. <laughs> you guys uh, did better than me. I got through zero episodes. I, I wouldn't even go give it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> it just did not speak I, to me at all. Um, yeah, I, I get it. You know, I, I wanted to give uh, you know Gillian a little bit of love because I, I feel like she's a good actress, and I think uh, she's probably the person that people felt like got the the least amount of love after Community. Mm-hmm. So and, would you say it's Donald Glover, Allison Brie? Uh, Donald Glover, Allison Brie. Who else now? Joe uh, McHale. Joe McHale. Joe McHale. Because yeah. he got woman. he got a show. The black woman, she's she's like supporting actress in the show now. Well, yeah. she's an odd couple. She's still there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That, that, she lost money. like she lost like seventy pounds too. Oh, word. She looks. Okay. She's damn near yeah. unidentifiable. Uh, and then yeah, well, you know, Chevy's Chevy. Uh, you know, I really check with Chevy. Exactly. Uh, what, what about the dean? Did the dean anything? What's he? Is he doing? Oh, Jim Rash. Yeah. I mean, uh, other I than other than winning, uh, you know, an, an Oscar. Oscar, yeah. yeah, he ain't gotta do shit for a minute. I want an Oscar. Yeah, he's he's writing. Like, yeah, he he's writing. He doesn't have to act. Okay, all right. He uh, <laughs> uh, and then Dan Norman so, has his Rick and Morty show. Um, and Danny Putty is about to be in. This is oh, I, I did want to talk to you guys about that. Um, yeah, that, we gotta talk about that. They are making Better Off Ted on NBC with yep. the big budget. Yep. I I I mean, like I, I remember, we all remember so. The new show, which is what is it called? Um, the new Danny Buddy show. Is it depowered or what is it called? Something like that. Uh, yeah. So, so Danny Putty's new show um, is it takes place within the DC uh, universe, um, and basically they are the. I mean, there's so originally the show was supposed to be, it's a workplace sitcom starring. Um, is it the girl who was iCarly? Um, I'm gonna fucking uh, hear that. I, I believe it was the girl that was iCarly. Uh, um, Ron Funches that in there. That's all I'm talking about. Oh, is Ron Funches gonna be on the show? Yeah, he in there. He lost like seventy pounds too. He's he's a uh, he's one of the scientists there. Um, so does that mean that Undateables has been canceled? Yeah, that shit got canceled. Okay. Yeah, they they had that all live season and then. Uh, Oh, so it was kind of like when Rock had the live season, and it was just yep. like, yeah, this is not good. Okay, so the name of the show is Powerless. 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 Powerless, Powerless is, the, is the name of the show. And we have Vanessa Hudgens. I'm, I apologize. Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, uh, she was from High School Musical. Uh, my bad. Uh, how, could we, how could we mess that up? <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, so, so Vanessa Hudgens is the new direct. She's kind of like the Ted of Better Off Ted. She's the new head of the 
uh, of, uh, of R&D for Wayne Security, a division of Wayne Enterprises, and their job is to make products that make uh, bystanders in, in the world of superheroes and supervillains safer. Uh, Daddy Putty will be... Uh, they actually don't say what his uh, title on the sh- what his title in the office is, but he's he's the best friend to Emily. We've got Alan Tudyk as Van Wayne, a cousin of Bruce Wayne. He is the new boss, so he's. Are like, you serious? He's yeah, Porsche, man. He's like Portia de Rossi. It's <sighs> really hard not to like this show. Alan Tudyk good in everything. So we've got Ron Funches, uh, and he's a guy in the IT department. Uh, and then we've got Christina Kirk. As a fan of superheroes, actually, don't don't listen to the scientists or or the actual no product testers, no scientists. But basically, the general concept is they they, they make wacky products, um, and um, yeah, uh, and maybe there'll be some uh, some superheroes from the DC universe, you know, E level superheroes. And super from what I've from what I've been oh, reading sure. about it, there's not supposed to be any superheroes who show up in this at all. Well, I wouldn't expect them to. Okay, they will say the name yeah. of a superhero. Yeah, because okay. they will have created the situation for which they are supposed to like either clean up or create some sort of um, you know, product. Prevent, prevent the damage. So, so it, yeah. the big change is that it's no longer um, that they're <clears throat> an insurance company. It's where it would be like a regular... Um, kind of, uh, you know, workplace sitcom. This is more, they make a product. And so they're going to be able to go wacky with the product, kind of like how they did in, uh, Better Off Ted. I'm hopeful. Um, I'm, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna just hold on and see who is the, uh, kind of creators and writers on this. Actually, it doesn't even say who the creators and writers are. Because this shit is so different now than when the original thing came out. Yeah. Uh, it just has the executive producer, and, and that's, uh, that's it. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know who the showrunner or driving force is. It's not listed on, uh, on the. I mean, it's a completely different show at this point. You guys are gonna just have to tell me how good how the show is. Are you not gonna check? For Come on, you got. You're not gonna watch Danny Pudi, Danny Pudi and uh, Alan Tudyk uh, on a TV show. Ron and Punches? Ron Punches. I, as much as I want to, it's the premise of what the show's about that bothers me. That forces me to go, I can't watch a show set in this world. Like, hmm. it's just, uh, uh, dude. It gets into a whole different comic book film discussion that I'm just like, DC is trying too hard. Like, if this was a cast put together for anything else, Anything else, I would be all in. But in this premise, so I can't if it didn't have even, anything to do with, with comic if, books, you'd be more for it. Yes, because the thing that really made me go and groan was when they said, "Oh, Alan Tudyk shows up." I'm like, "Yay!" Oh yeah, as a cousin of Bruce Wayne. Um, you know, and that leads to a whole well, bunch of issues. That leads to a whole bunch of issues. If he is the cousin of Bruce Wayne. Why didn't he? Why is he? Li- why was Bruce Wayne living with Alfred and not with whoever? Uh, yeah, because our experience relative is, yeah. which they're going to explain away as like, oh, well, he's a distant cousin. Obviously, I well, I wouldn't give distant cousins head of anything in my company. I don't know. Well, you know what? Maybe yeah, they would. Man, y'all, y'all are going real far with this. Well, it, it, it is. It, it is actually. Uh, it is actually Bro. a logic. Um, 
Okay. Um, really far. It's, it's really not. Far. It's not. It's, 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 it's not. Um, it's not. I'm out. <laughs> um, I love, Alex is already bounced. He's like, no, nope, I can't do it. You no, no. It's me. So February 2nd is when that will premiere on NBC. Uh, NBC jumping back in into the uh, – adds another workplace sitcom to their uh, – to uh, their uh, retinue there. Uh, let's see. Did, is there anything They else? worked hard to get to this one, though, man. I mean – Well, I heard about how much they went through to rewrite, write it, rewrite it, get it going. Da, 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 da. Uh, well, you know, when you want to be in business with uh, uh, DC, you have to do what you can, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to take an L or two, to be very honest with you. Yeah, um, you know, uh, DC. Yeah, DC want they, you want to be in the in the DC uh, business because you know, ABC has all that um, has all that. Uh, you mean you know, Disney has all that Marvel money? Yep. Uh, and uh, they get to, what it is. And they get to make uh, great um, Disney shows. I mean, uh, uh, Marvel shows on TV. Um, they get to put some stuff out on Netflix, you know, and uh, if theoretically, if they want, they could, you know, edit all those shows that are on Netflix and put it on on TV if they wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. I would assume I would assume that they could, um, you know, if they want, if they want to put Daredevil on TV, they all they would have to do is just edit some of the violence, and you know, while they couldn't probably put Daredevil on, but maybe they could put. They could. They could edit out some of the violence. Uh, uh, I mean, like. He's but killing. Because you want it on TV. You you want you want the mat. You want it available to two hundred homes. You know. I mean, no matter how much we think Netflix is big, it really is. They're only like what fifty million subscribers to Netflix. Yeah. And then yeah. what percentage of that is are going to watch uh, uh, Daredevil? Well, compared to if you put that, you know, right on after Agents of Shield. Uh, you know, you you edit it down and you you put it there and for for TV watching and uh, you put it at 10 p.m. or something. You know, you you could you could, you could I, I'm surprised they haven't done it. This is more this is more what I think. Yeah. I, I, you know, you, you you put it on Netflix to build a buzz and then you you dump it out there on on NBC edited. You know, like a movie. As long as it just curses or anything, so you wouldn't even change the audio. Um, there's no more curses. It's just, it's just you just have to edit down some of the violence and uh, you know the Punisher stuff is kind of tough, and and also the beginning of Daredevil is kind of tough also. I mean, this entire season was way tougher than last season. <laughs> well, yeah, this second season was just murder, death, kill. Let's just be seriously. Yeah, it was just let's see how many violent ways we can end people's lives because. The prison episode alone was like, oh, over the top. Yep. Like, we just murdered for the sake of murdering on TV. Um, they Murder, death, to, kill, boy. Yeah, murder, death, kill. They would have to edit some things. You know what? You know what I think they should do is during the summer break, you know, you don't have any original shows on. Just put, just edit them, put them on. I mean, like, what, what's the big deal? People want to see them. They just don't, you know, they don't want to pay 10 bucks for uh, Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I, I, bro, I, I understand. But it's like half of the shit that you're taking away is what makes the show special. True. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. All right, guys. Um, so I think we've had a great discussion here. We've gone an hour, 90 minutes, uh, pretty much 90 minutes now. 
and uh, it's, been, it's been another month. Uh, we back. Uh, you know, it's great, great talking with you guys. Uh, you guys, uh, I, I know sometimes I, um, I'm uh, hesitant to get on the show, but I'm all, I'm, I'm usually very willing to. Just finding uh, a time that works for all of us is, is tough. Uh, my Tuesdays and Wednesdays are busy, and I want to apologize to you guys uh, myself for, uh, for kind of a. Uh, not uh not not being uh, as regular as I should be uh and uh but I thank you guys I really appreciate doing this i it is an entertaining part of my week uh well month and uh uh and um yeah so <laughs> I, 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 we yeah. gotta get that back down to a week we have started uh well you know the thing is you guys are in great loving relationships, and so you guys don't need to do anything. You guys live in the burbs, so, you know, well, Damon has, you know, multiple kids. Yep. You have a house. You, you, you're not looking to spend any money. Uh, you know, Damon woman, ladies. So, ladies, lady li- listeners of the show, if you're single and live in the San Francisco metropolitan area, <laughs> just go ahead. <laughs> if you live in Oakland, if you, if you live in Oakland specifically. You're trying to leave San Francisco, man. you try to go over to Oakland. Okay, if you're in the Oakland-Berkeley area, just go ahead and uh, slide into one of those DMs at Lake Gorge. Slide T E G O R. I I don't work my DMs like that, no. but uh, yeah. I mean, they slide in them DMs. You got to answer, cause oh, got to answer. Bing bing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, okay. So great. Um, so I do a I do a, a movie podcast. It's called the Long Late Movie Show. Um, they watch a, all the movies. I I I was this is this was actually a, a low year for me. I I only saw. 62 movies. That so, was a low year. I was a little, I'm normally up in the uh, 80s to 90s. Russell saw yeah. like 120. Um, so, you know, uh, this sure, year. What is she coming? 89 this year? Uh, yeah, more than me. More than me. Um, there's a lot, a lot of these weekends I was only seeing one movie per weekend. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was. I, 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 the whole movie pass thing now is just. You get, I wish it was like, you know, once a day instead of this 24 hour thing. It's, it's kind of weird. I have to. If I see a movie Friday night, I can't see a movie until Sunday, you know, and if I see a movie... Oh, because you that have, sucks. It's, it, no, no, it's, it's, what happens is the way MoviePass, well, they changed it in that you have, once you, let's say I pay for a 7 p.m. movie, I can't yeah. get, I can't buy another movie until exactly 24 hours after. So the movie has to start at 7.01 the next day or later. And so it's good. So if I see something Friday night at like 7 p.m., I can't see something until 7.01 on Saturday, and I don't want to do that, you know, because, you know, Saturday night, I'm not, I'm not looking to do that. Uh, so these streets, cuz. <laughs> yeah. So what, I, so what I've been having to do is, like, waking up, uh, see the first movie on a Saturday morning at, like, 9.30, and then Sunday morning, I get up at, like, 10 and go see you it. See that 11. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, but sometimes, like, I'm out late on Saturday, and I'm like, ah, oh, and then I just don't even want to go into the movie theater at like 4 p.m. on a Sunday because I'm just lazy. Uh, wow. The movie theater isn't as close as it used to be in New York where I can just walk 10 minutes and show up and over. I have to walk like 30 minutes, and I don't want to do that. I have done it, but I don't want to do that. This is fantastic, by the way. So, yeah, so we, we talk about movies um we did, um, we're gonna do our top 10 movies of the year, um, tomorrow. Well, I'm gonna record tomorrow and that should be up, uh, the week of the 20th. 
January 20th. Um, I already leaked that probably Moonlight will be the number one pick, uh, my number one pick there for best movie of the year. Um, good stuff. Good other stuff that's uh, other stuff that's gonna probably show up is The Lobster. That, that's a movie that I remember from this year. Really? That okay. movie is is uh, I don't know if you guys have heard it or seen it, but it is. It's 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 definitely the weirdest movie I've ever seen. I haven't seen it yet, but I know it's on Amazon Prime, so I'm gonna check it out yeah. when I get a chance. Uh, uh, Colin Farrell and uh, Rachel Weisz do good work. I'll just it is not uh, I've not I've never seen a movie like it. I don't even know how to describe it in, in words. Uh, it is you read a description and you don't believe it, and then you watch it and then you don't believe it. Um, but yeah, so that's so long and late movie show. That's on iTunes, and then um, my Twitter is late Gordon L A T E G O R D O N. Um, and that's where I am on Instagram also. I've been trying to do some Instagram stories there. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, Letterboxd, that's where I put some of my movies, uh, that I've seen this year. And, uh, yeah, so, Alex, new homeowner, um, where, I, I, I've not seen you on any, on Instagram lately, um, or anything. What's, what's going on with you social media wise? Uh, I'm on Twitter. That's where you can catch me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where my firestorm happens. Okay. All right. Wow. Uh, what's the Twitter? What's, what's the Twitter? Uh, my Twitter is at Jiggy's My Day Job. Okay. All right. All so right. that's where you can catch me. You can see me tweeting out there. Uh, people that listen to another uh, podcast always hit me at me. So, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 Noted Denzel at Alex uh, has. Uh, yeah. Noted Denzel. Hated Denzel at this point. Double you come on, Bell threw some shade at me last episode. <laughs> About what? Uh, well, uh, he was like, he wasn't on the show for a few episodes, and, um, so his, his other host, uh, the, or the other show host, uh, Kevin Avery was doing it with a few other people, and me and a couple other fellow Denzillas was throwing shade at him for not being on the show, and, uh, you know, he, he got, he got back at me at, at the end of their last episode, so. All a good, all a good fun. All a good fun. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Damon, where can people reach out to you online, and what have you got going on? Uh, you can find me at DAE021, at Get Out The Room. And uh, Get Out The Room, we just released our best of, kind of best and worst movies of 2016. You know, it was a big year for horror. But 2016 was a huge year for horror. There was something like... 139 horror films released last year. Okay. Obviously, not all of these are big budget, but, you know, just in general. And you had really, really well done films like The Witch that were just absolutely incredible. Um, you know, you had some sleepers that people who don't like horror like, like, don't breathe. Yep, that's uh, me. That's and, me. You know what I mean? Like, there were people who didn't didn't like horror at all. They absolutely loved Don't Breathe. So, you know, you that. take that and, you know, you had and a then, couple joints like Green Room, uh, Anton Yeltsin, you oh. know, his final film, Patrick Stewart, you know, skinheads like that. Those are crazy, crazy movies. But they were really well done. Yep. You know, you had The Conjuring 2. Then you had a whole bunch of weird um, international films, The Wailing, um, the, like uh, the aforementioned Under the Shadow, um... There's a couple other joints in there's a Korean zombie flick called Train to Busan, which was outstanding. 
and then there was stuff like the invitation. The invitation. Tw- yeah, that is 2016, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it was yeah. made in 2015, but it came out. Yeah, and the invitation was a great film. So it was a real strong, strong year for horror, and we're we're really happy to talk about that. Uh, but we are going to tape our best of 2016 TV horror. So you know, there's going to be some Walking Dead. There's going to be some Stranger Things. Um, you know, some I Zombie, some weird stuff. But you know, we're we'll talking about. No, we honestly, man, I didn't like that show at all. Like, I tried, and I'm not a huge fan of Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, we'll also do some upcoming films for 2016, like um, The Girl with All the Gifts. That's, that, that's come out already. Yeah? I've seen so many. It films. came out. It it came out in the oh. UK. Okay. In September of last year. Okay. But it hasn't gotten a release here yet until later this month. Okay. So. So cool. So get out of the room. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, also the uh, conversation with series with uh, Shira Selko that will be coming out this week. So check for that. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so guys, for for everyone actually, so everyone, um, for Damon, for Alex, and for me, uh, Layton in uh, rainy San Francisco. Uh, good night, everyone. Man, peace. Later, y'all.